So, this is the last part of the review for Church History, Volume 1 of Nick Needham's book. 2,000 Years of Christ's Power. Yes, I got it right. Um, Just so you know in advance, if you answer a question, it must be in Jeopardy format. Okay? Or you get it wrong. No. Yes. All right. Yes, young man. I don't know. We could do that if you want. Okay, I agree. You know, I I thought about doing that, actually having a grid with different categories and stuff, but it's all one category. So, yeah. That's true. Can you throw that together for me real quick? Okay, but before we start and jump into that, uh, I'm going to pray, and then I'd like to read a chapter of Scripture for you because there's absolutely nothing more precious than the words of God. So I think that's how we'll start. Let me, let me go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for bringing us here today safely and in good spirit, and I pray, Father, that you would Uh, build us up with knowledge and wisdom that you would, by your spirit, help us to love and understand your word. And we pray these things in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. All right, I'm going to read Romans chapter 12 for you. Uh, We're talking about church history, and one of the themes of church history is that we're all in this together. We're all united throughout the centuries as one body in Christ. Romans chapter 12, I I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body, we have many members and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. 
outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by doing so, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That never gets old. All right, so let's start our uh, church history view. This will be the end, and we will move on to something else. I know not what. Okay, we're picking up with Constantine, uh, because that's where we left off. Uh, Emperor Constantine used his imperial authority to intervene in these two church controversies. And I, I recognize now that there's a question mark at the end of that statement. What is Arian and what is the Donatist controversies? What are the Donatist and Arian controversies? Very good. 100 points. Oh, did you? You get 50. This controversy can be marked by the phrase, there was a time when Christ was not. Insinuating that... Christ was a created being. <laughs> that would be a modern form. What is you that? didn't raise your hand, sir. Okay, go ahead. What is the Arian controversy? What is Arianism? Or the Arian controversy, yeah. The Council of Nicaea, which met in 325 at the summons of Emperor Constantine, produced this anti-Arian statement. What is the Nicene Creed? Close. What is the creed of Nicaea? What is the creed of Nicaea? (laughs) 
This emperor was responsible for making Orthodox Christianity the official religion of the entire Roman Empire. Is Constantine false? I know it. It is not Constantine. What is Theodosius? What is Theodosius the first? What is the who first? Is, who is Theodosius the first? Yes. Constantine Christianized it, but did not make it the official religion. Paganism was tolerated. This bishop of Milan attained to fame as a magnificent preacher, a resolute enemy of Arianism, and a pioneer hymn writer. <laughs> yes, sir. Who is Ambrose? Who is Ambrose? Um... because I didn't think it through all the way, all right? We should we should form like create a jeopardy board next time for something like this. Anyways, um who um who did he influence? Whose conversion did he greatly influence? This is just for extra credit. Who is Chrysostom? No. Under Ambrose's preaching, this man moved closer and closer to conversion. Also begins with an A. Augustine. False. Augustine. False. <laughs> Who is Augustine? <laughs> this practice of praying to the saints was popularized in the 4th century. It didn't begin as praying to the saints, but rather praying that the saints or asking the saints to pray for you. However, it moved towards praying to the saints. What is veneration? Um, Nick Needham referred to it as what is invocation. It's probably the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Oh. What is invocation or veneration? Eremitic. Cinnabitic and Skeet are the three groups that characterize this movement. 
almost all of these I literally pulled out of the book and turned them into like a quiz question. So. Yes. What is the monastic movement? What is the monastic movement? Monks, hermits. This bishop of Alexandria, an outstanding champion of Nicene theology, was one of the greatest and most influential thinkers in the history of the Christian church. Bishop of Alexandria. No, it's not John MacArthur. Oh, in church history. Okay. Who is Athanasius? Who is Athanasius? Correct. Bishop of Alexandria, Athanasius. This Greek phrase refers to the sun as being of the same essence. Greek phrase... Same essence. Um, before? That could mean essence. Hypostasis. And? You look so you're looking for the other one. Right. Eric, what is it? What is usia? Usia. Homoousia. What is homoousias? Same essence. Homoousias. This Greek phrase refers to the sun as being of a similar essence. This was a big deal because by adding one letter, you could become a heretic. Just like that. Same essence is homoousios. Similar essence. You have to raise your hand. I think you might have it. Right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is This ecumenical council produced a new revised form of the Creed of Nicaea, known as the Nicene Creed. What is the Council of Constantinople? Constantinople? What is the Council of Constantinople? (laughs) This bold preacher and bishop of Olympias died in exile. His last words were, glory be to God for all things. 
he was exiled. And to make things worse, he was forced to march to another place of exile under extreme conditions, which deteriorated his health, and he died. John, what is, who is John Chrysostom? Who is John Chrysostom? Imagine dying in horrific physical conditions, and your last words still be, glory be to God for all things, including what was happening to him at that time. This scholarly presbyter wisely opposed the canonicity of the Apocrypha. He debated another great theologian over this subject. Um, However, this presbyter was correct because of his uh, knowledge of the Hebrew language. I know if nobody else does. Who is Jerome? Who is Jerome? This theologian is regarded as having the greatest contribution to the Christian church since the Apostle Paul. He's a pretty big deal. hesitating to call on you you have a smile on your face and i know something's coming who is the bishop of hippo yes and his name is the bishop of hippo and his name is no augustine i'm sorry that's not correct (laughs) augustine who is augustine bishop of hippo Augustine concerned himself with these two major controversies. Constantine intervened in them as well. One of them he did. Constantine intervened in one of them. What are the Pelagian and Donatist heresies? Yep. What are the Donatist and Pelagian controversies? This soteriological position can be summarized by the phrase, man can save himself, or man saves himself. is a heresy and also a controversy that Augustine concerned himself with.
What is Pelagianism? What is Pelagianism? Pelagius taught that you could save yourself. This soteriological position can be summarized by the phrase, God saves man with man's help. What is semi-Pelagianism? What is semi-Pelagianism? Extra credit. Which ecumenical council was it condemned as heresy? At which ecumenical council? What is the Council of Chalcedon? Incorrect. What is Ephesus 1? I don't even think that was in the book. I just was throwing it out there. This soteriological position can be summarized by the phrase, God alone saves. Gets up. So easy. I know what the modern phrase is. I don't know what the, what the one Needham in, provided. In light of the section of the book that we're at, based on the questions I've been asking. What is zero Pelagianism? <laughs> Monergism? Anti Pelagian? Anti Pelagian? I don't know. What is Augustinianism? Oh. God alone saves. This heresy is marked by the ideas that man is born sinless and that grace is helpful but not necessary. What is Pelagianism? What is Pelagianism? He took issue with the doctrine of original sin, and his concept of grace was quite skewed. This was the year that the Visigoths sacked Rome. Big year in the history of the world. What happened? We're in the 5th century, so it starts with a 4. What is 425? No. 434. No. I don't know. What is 410? It shook the world in 410. Augustine wrote this apologetic work in response to the pagan accusation that Rome's weakness was due to Christianity. The Visigoths sacked Rome, and the pagans blamed the Christian God and Christianity 
And so he wrote this in a response, as a response. What is the city of God? What is city of God? Regarding Christology, this school of thought emphasized that Christ was a real human being with a complete human nature like us, a human body, and a human soul. They emphasized the humanity of Christ. Starts with an A. Why is he staring at you? What is Antiochian? What is the Antiochian school? Or Antiochian. Or Antiochian, if you like. This school of thought emphasized the divine nature of Christ and insisted that the divine Logos was the supreme source of activity in Christ. So, in contrast, they emphasized the divinity. This school emphasized the divinity of Christ. Not the Antiochian school of thought, but the What is Alexandria? What is the Alexandrian school? You guys are back there. Discussing it like you're on an actual game show. It's pretty neat. I like that. This heresy proposed that Christ did not have a human mind or spirit, but that he was a divine mind in a human body. Also starts with A. Yes, sir. What is Apollinarianism? What is Apollinarianism? This great pope helped to make the papacy into a powerful social and political institution and proposed that salvation comes through baptism and that unconfessed sin would be paid for in purgatory. Who was Pope Leo? He's a great pope. He was orthodox in many respects. He he greatly contributed to Christianity. However, he was, as you can see, quite imperfect in his theology. Who is Pope Gregory? Who is Pope Gregory the Great?
This group proposed that Christ had a single divine human nature. He has one physis. Mono nature. got a glass of human nature and you take the divine nature put it in there and you take a spoon and you swirl it all around and then you've got what are the monophysites monophysitism a single divine human nature this group held that christ had two distinct natures crown of gold with jewels they are together but they're separate and distinct They, uh, I want to say this without giving it away. Cyril was influential in their thought. And they were for the definition of Chalcedon. Who are the diophysites? Eutychianists. No. And not the originists. What are the Cyrillian Chalcedonians? This man, who became emperor in 518, was committed to Chalcedon and cooperation with the papacy. He also canceled the Henoticon, the uh, religious peace treaty between the monophysites and the Chalcedonians. He's got a really cool name. She doesn't want to be recorded. Who is Justin? Who is Justin the first? Yes. Cool name, man. Sounds really cool. This great and sleepless emperor opposed the monophysites, reconquered much of the West from its Germanic invaders, reformed the entire system of Byzantine law, and rebuilt the Hagia Sophia. Also has a really cool name. Who is Justinian? Somebody else. Stop giving him the microphone. Who is Justinian the Great? Known as Justinian the Sleepless because he tirelessly uh, sought to reform the empire for the good of his people. This heresy proposed that Christ had only a single divine will, not a single divine nature, but will. Pick 
Because it's single, we know that it starts with mono. Anybody? Anybody at all? No? Okay. Who are the monophylites? Close. Monophyl... I don't know how to pronounce it the way you want it. What is monothelitism? For extra credit, why is this a problem? Why is... So not having a human will would cause problems for us. How? Because he was supposed to be dying for our sins. As he, had to take on, he had to be fully human in order to take on the sins of man. Yeah. Um can't say who because it will give away the next question but somebody said what has not been taken up has not been healed so if Christ did not take on human have a human will he could not redeem our human human will <coughs> this Greek Greek this Greek monk defended the truth against monothelitism and as a result had his tongue ripped out and his right hand cut off You could say he suffered to the max. Yeah, that's something to do with max, but. Confess to us the answer, please, Charlie. Who is Maximus the Confessor? Who is Maximus the Confessor? At the uh, 3rd or 2nd Council of Constantinople, uh, he was vindicated. That's all I got. Did I make really hard questions? A little bit. Yeah. Well, um, we've got like three, four minutes. Does anybody have anything they want to contribute to the last session on church history? Some nugget of wisdom or. All right. Uh, let's close in prayer and prepare for the service.